See, because people think this is just, this is just, you know, it's just, we're just entertainment. There's no such thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is one world with two kingdoms. Is it the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness? There's no gray music. There's no gray entertainment. It's, it's one world or two kingdoms. See, and we, we, we think that it's nothing but, see, music, Deacon Rob was telling, I was mentioning this in the back uh, before we started service, and uh, he was mentioning about how when he played football, and he get, you know, some of y'all guys play football, and you know how you kind of get hyped, and you know you can get hyped with different kind of music, and he liked to, was it kind of like Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, you know, Leonard Skinner. I remember them old kind of acid rock kind of groups. And I, I, I see pastors and church, church folk walking around with all their shirts. ACDC shirts and Leonard Skinner shirt and Led Zeppelin shirts. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you know what that music is? That is music that is demonic. They, they confess. They say we get this from Satan. They're not hiding it. And you act like you stupid, like you ignorant, like, oh, no, this is just a T-shirt. It matched match my belt. Match my belt? Y'all got time for this this morning. Can I? So Deacon Robert talked about how playing football, how he gets so hyped, so hyped up on that music, so hyped up on that music that he tried to run through a person. See, because music, music is a, it's a carrier, it's a conduit for spiritual things. My wife and I and our family, we, we've started drinking these, uh, we get water, we put these um, electrolyte uh, packets in the, in, the, in the water. It's to get electrolytes in our body to stay very, it's to really to hydrate ourselves appropriately, right? Because you got to stay hydrated, right? We live in Florida. <laughs> plus, plus, you're a human being. You need hydration. And so, and so we, I wouldn't take the powder and just <sighs> put the powder in my mouth. I put the powder in the water, and the water becomes a vehicle to get the, get the powder into my body. It's a carrier. So music is a carrier to get the message or the messenger into your soul. Let me just put this down. It's to get the message or the messenger into your soul. And you're saying, well, no, it's, it, well, I listen to the music and uh, I, I got just, just the, um, just the, uh, the, 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 uh, 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 clean, the clean version. No such thing. No, no, there's no such thing. There's no, there's no such thing as the clean version. Because you, you, can't, you can't get clean water from a dirty cup. So if, so if the cup is dirty that it came from, it's already dirty. Well, they ain't cussing in this one. It's still a dirty cup. Well, I just got the instrumental. Okay, let me explain something to you. Do you know the reason you hear the instrument, the reason you hear me talking is because my voice is creating frequencies. All music operates on frequencies. They have proven by scientific experiment they can take a plant and put certain music in front of a plant with no words. Just instrumental music and the plants respond to the music because the plant is a living thing just like you. 
Is this, this okay? You're a living thing created by God, the highest level of living thing. And so the, even the instrumental gives off the frequencies that come from its source. I think we ought to just, just, just power drive the devil today. Because some of y'all still playing with this like it's just pastor's opinion. Then tell me, explain to me why you're not manifesting kingdom. Well, I don't know why I'm still in this, and I don't know why I, st- why I feel like that, and I don't know why. Man. Because you're, you're, the frequencies are changing who you are. The frequencies are changing your very being. I'm not a plant. Doesn't the Bible call you the planting of the Lord? You are a plant. Doesn't the Bible call you trees of righteousness? You are a plant. So the frequencies are affecting you with your sanctified self. See, and all the devil needs, Sister Hattie, is an entryway into your soul. So we leave our children... Let me see this other day. Who is this? Uh, Peppa Pig. Peppa, Peppa Pig. Y'all ever heard of Peppa? Peppa Pig. See, these little cartoons, Brother Joe, these little cartoons that we let our kids, y'all let y'all kids watch. They're so innocent. They're educational. You're right. They're educational, all right. They're educating them in, on the agenda of the enemy. Remember a few years back, we were looking at, uh, I think, uh, Arthur. And Arthur, it's this beautiful cartoon that our kids used to watch. And Arthur, also, we saw they, they introduced uh, the teacher was now an openly gay man. Well, why do we need that for these little kids? Why do we need to even talk about sexuality at all? Hetero or homo, why are we introducing that to kids at all? Because that's the agenda. We saw one day we were watching, uh, what's this, Little Bear. Little Bear, which is a beautiful little cartoon. All of a sudden we look up one day and the little frog and little bear is sitting there doing the yoga poses. Why are we introducing that to little children? Because it's the agenda. Peppa Pig. They announced the other day that they, that they have now introduced the first uh, same-sex couple. On Peppa Pig. On, this is for three, two, three-year-olds. Frequencies. Message. Now, some of y'all looking at me like, well, I have a problem with same-sex couples. Well, you better get saved. I don't have a problem with same-sex couples, Pastor. That's, that's, that's their prerogative. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not their prerogative. Love is love. No, 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 no. First of all, 
I went through high school talking about I loved all, all kind of girls in high school. But I was, I loved, it wasn't love the first. It wasn't love the first. Not unless you can love them and leave them. See, that's, that ain't love the verse. That was lust, 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 pure lust, nothing but lust. No, I'll tell y'all, just be honest, might as well be honest. In high school, that's all, hit it, quit it, and forget it. That's all it was, hit it, quit it, and forget it. Love. So love is not love. See, so what happens is the devil uses any opening he can get to the soul to possess. Can I, I mean, let me do another one here real quick and I'll move on. Because we, there's a word we kept reading. We were reading Acts chapter uh, 8. We hit verse 9. And uh, put, put verse 9 on the screen, Acts 8, verse 9. Because there's a word that's in there, and then it's, a, it's in there a couple more times in the little section we read. I think maybe three times it's in here. Um, it said, this guy, Simon, who previously practiced sorcery. I'm going to show you an open door to the soul. Sorcery is the Greek word, comes from the Greek word pharmakia. Where we get the English word pharmaceuticals. The street word is Drugs. So the devil uses pharmakia or the pharmaceuticals as an entryway to the soul. How else can they tell a person who's taking antidepressants that it may cause suicidal thoughts? Wait a minute. I thought I was taking this for anti to get off depression, but I'm trying to avoid suicide. Well, it may cause suicidal thoughts. Why? Because the drugs... Open a door to the soul. I was sharing with the guys, when you read in the book of Revelation and it talks about the Antichrist, how he'll operate in the last days, it says he will entice the world through sorcery. And people sitting there think, well, he's going to be sitting there with a little magic stick and doing this. No, it's pharmakia. That's why, that's why the drug industry is the number one industry in the world now. I'm not talking about street pharmaceuticals. I'm talking about Pfizer. That's why they got, you know, we're going to vaccine everything now. So now, now what's happened is now the World Health Organization has now come up with, we're going we're gonna to make every country sign a treaty. So that every country, it forces all their citizens to now do whatever we say as the World Health how do, the World Health Organization? How do you give the world that, that kind of power? Because pharmakia is the big sorcery that will control the world in the last days. That's what the Bible says. I know this is boring to 37% of people here. But I'm telling you, this is, these are ways the devil gets an entry into the soul. And I'm not telling you, you, you take, you know, your, your uh, high blood pressure pills the devil got. That's not what I'm saying to you. I'm talking about, the, talking about the overarching thing he's trying to do. The big picture is what I'm talking about. Thank you. Y'all got this here? Thank you, Lord. 
Do we ever read Deuteronomy 32? Well, how do we get all the way over here then? You laughing and you know I got way over here. Sheree just giggling, kiki, kiki, and she, you let me get way on over here, Sheree. Um, I was talking about, you know, I, when I mentioned the use of sororities and fraternities and, and, and the uh, um, candles and the sage and the sage and the crystals around your neck and the beads around your arms, around the waist, and the doing the little bowls, all the things they got us, got people doing. I, I, I hate to use the word us because I ain't doing it. Look at this. Um, verse 17. 17. Yeah, 17. Did I print it wrong? Seven, okay, it wasn't my fault. They sacrificed to demons, not to God. To gods, they did not know. New gods, new arrivals that your fathers did not fear. So he's saying when they sacrifice to these gods, lowercase g-o-d-s, they're little Buddhist statues. Come on now. All the little, you know what stuff people do. He says they're sacrificing to demons. Every time anybody sacrifices or does any kind of obeisance, any kind of bow, any kind of pledge to any kind of God, you're pledging to a demon. Because they are not gods at all. They are demons that have transformed themselves into these images. Can they do that? Yes, the Bible says even Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. So if the devil can transform himself and make him look like this angelic, this light angel, sure, his demons can transform themselves, make him look like Zeus and Thor. Thor, you mean the new move everybody's going to? Thor, yeah, yeah, these gods that we think are so innocent. And he's saying, no, they're not innocent, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, do I have anybody here? They're, they are demons. They are demons. And we're paying our $15 to go watch demons on the big screen. And sitting there in a, in a, in a dark room. Come on, now help me out. In a dark theater. Lean back in a reclined position. With surround sound. We're totally immersing ourselves in the culture of demons. Because we want, to, we want our souls to be entertained so much. Praise God. Pat, maybe you better come back and preach, Elder Warren. Pass us back. Pass us back now. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> How to live in the favor of God. Let's talk about that. How to live in the favor of God. And people go Christians and are spend their $15 plus popcorn and all the juju beans in a lean back in a dark, totally dark room with Dolby 5.1 digital surround sound. Totally immersing ourselves. And the frequencies, I mean, they don't use the light music. They use the, this music with frequencies. Woo, 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 woo. You can feel it in your soul. Mm, 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 mm. 
Lord, may this message go all over the world. Especially to the homes of Christians. Hallelujah. We're going to give a double a black eye, Laquanda. And he ain't got to leave the earth, but I'm going to make sure you leave your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can go wherever he wants from then out, just as long as he gets out of your life. And out of your marriage. And out of your family. And out of your children. And out of your finances. And out of your body. And out of your business. God's, they did not know. To new gods, new arrivals. Oh, oh, well, we, we, we got to go back. We got to go back to the, the gods of our ancestors. The gods of our ancestors. The gods of our ancestors. What gods of our ancestors? Were you there with our ancestors? You don't know what gods our ancestors served. We ain't going to serve that white man God. What white man God? What are you talking about, the white man's God? Adam was black. Y'all got quiet. I'm going to come on this side. Adam was black. I better come back here because they ain't get it. I said Adam was black. There's no way to get all the colors that came out out of a white man. You had to get all those colors out of, that's why they call us colored. That's, that's good. That's why they call us colored because all the colors came out of us. So God, Jehovah is not the white man's God. He is all of our God. And any new God, any new arrival that anybody's trying to get you all caught up on is a demon. Yeah. Am I right about this? No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be, you know, black Hebrew is light. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm, I'm talking about just scientifically. Anybody who knows about science, biology, scientifically you cannot get all those colors out of white. All the colors have to come out of brown-skinned people. That's just, that's just scientific. Hues of brown. Y'all understand that? So don't go to my pastor trying to be radical. I ain't, I ain't trying to be radical nothing. I'm just talking about science. Joe, you all right with that? Because they all looking at you like, well, what, what does Joe think? Joe? What does Front Row Joe think? Front Row Joe, oh Lord. Matter of fact, I, I know Joe. I know Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe ready to get married and I, Joe looking in a, in a different pool, Joe. To find his Eve. Praise the Lord. No, I'm just, y'all know I'm just, I'm, I'm going over here. 
Because love is love. <laughs> Praise God. But you are you saying what I'm saying to you? That 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 people try to introduce things to us and make it look like, well, to be cultural and to be, you know, down with our forefathers. No, it's demons. I'm going to say it one last time, for the, uh, at least for the day. That's what Black Panther movie was all about. It was to take a people and sweep people up into ancestral worship and necrology. Necrology. Worship of the dead. you look at it from a divine eye and not your black power eye, you understand what it's all about. Third eye. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm still, we're going to still be on the introduction. Preview. So I told you he can't possess believers, but he can control the minds. Right? So I talked about oppression Wednesday night. Is it worth going, is going back into oppression? Because most of us, that's what we battle. Most of us, are we battle that zone. We're not getting possessed because we're born again in spirit field, right? Most of us can know how to keep ourselves, hopefully, from getting depressed. But oppression is that zone that most of us are in that, that area of battle there. At some time or another. Oppression. Okay. Now let me say this to you, because I, I I went back and listened to what I said Wednesday night, and I want to make sure, make sure I clarify something. Because I said, as a believer, if things are rough, you're being oppressed, and I wanted the Holy Spirit correcting me on that, because opposition and oppression are not the same. I, I, I'm glad the Holy Spirit had to he had to straighten it out now, <laughs> so I'm straightening it out. Opposition and oppression are not the same. So we will all face as believers opposition. The devil will oppose you. We have an adversary, the devil. An adversary, the devil. An adversary, the devil, right? So he's our enemy, so he's going to oppose you. So if you're trying, if you're on, you know, Lord, I'm running, trying to make 100, 99 and a half won't do, and you face some trouble, it's opposition. Anybody facing opposition right this moment, tell the truth. Okay, good, good. You, you, that means you're on the right team. You're on the right team because we got opposition. But he showed me, he, the Holy Spirit said, no, op opposition and oppression are different. Oppression is your response or comes as a result of your response to opposition. I said, oh. Because oppression comes from fear. Thank you, Lord. Oppression comes when we allow fear to become a stronghold in our minds. Oppression comes when we allow fear to become a stronghold in our minds. So I'm going to face opposition, Takina. It's part of the game. Hallelujah. Lord, I want the victory. Victory implies there's been a contest. <laughs> right? 
So there's been opposition. So now, when opposition comes, how do I respond to that opposition? How do I respond when I get mm, the pain or I get mm, the bad news or I get mm, the bad report or I get mm, something, something happens with my child or mm, I lose my job? See, that's opposition. See, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because if you're believing God for financial breakthrough, financial, how many of y'all believe in God to be, I mean, financially uh, off the chain? Okay. Let's start out first financially off the system. Then we can work on getting off the chain. Okay. So financial off the system, then financially off the chain. So you're believing that, and that's God's plan, right? So guess what? You're going to face opposition in that area. So your tire's going to blow out. Your, your engine, all these things happen. Right? Refrigerator stops giving off water. Our refrigerator, we're looking like, where's the water? I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Opposition. Ain't nobody got time to be buying no new refrigerator right now, Lord, have mercy. I mean, I can do it. I don't want to. But it's probably time anyway because we already bought other new appliances and just, I was just they don't even match. So I'm like, dog. I, I, I bet my wife did this. No, I'm just kidding. So I got to buy a new refrigerator. Praise the Lord. So, so, uh, so opposition comes to keep you from getting to your expected end. The devil doesn't want you to make it. Now, Here's the difference. Oppression comes when I allow fear to become a stronghold in my mind. So when the problem hits, if I allow fear to now grip me, then op opposition turns into oppression. Does this help you? You can give the Holy Spirit a lot of thanksgiving for that because he, he straightened that out for us. Hallelujah. You know, I, I can get it wrong from time to time. But the Holy Spirit straightened out. He said, no, 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 no. Make sure you let them know there's a difference between opposition and oppression. Okay. So oppression happens, Joya, when I respond like, oh, my God. And then, and then I don't get a hold of that fear. If I don't get a hold of fear, fear gets a hold of me. And fear becomes what the Bible calls a stronghold. What's a stronghold? It's a Militarily, it's a place, it's a defensive position that the enemy cannot penetrate. But we talk about it spiritually as a, something that has gripped you and now controls your life. Can I, can I give you a, the biggest example on the planet? COVID-19. COVID-19 was opposition against the body of Christ. To shut the voice of God down. And it was, it, it was meant to release fear on the earth. I believe the, the, the people uh, who are at the upper echelon of society, government officials, I believe they were behind it. Matter of fact, I know they were behind it because I told y'all, I still have, have the Rockefeller report from 10 years ago where they were already planning it out. I have it on my computer from 10 years ago. Am I right about this? 
I, I made it this for everybody so you'll believe me, Pastor and Pastor ain't lying. I don't lie. I may joke, but I do, I do not lie. <laughs> and so the point was to release such a fear that you would give up your rights. You would give up your control of your life. Just what Adam did. Because fear opens the door to oppression. So what happened was, and I'm, can I just be honest with you? I told you this, you all, this last year and late into 2020, how I realized I'm sitting here pastoring and I was, I was, I was oppressed myself. And I'm like, I kind of felt like I was just like in a, in a daze, like, uh, I'm preaching and I'm doing everything I can, but it's like, uh, and I had to really realize, wait a minute, how did that oppression get on me? See, I was in fear about, well, our church never closed and, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen? And, and then people call in and say, I got sick. And I'm like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, the whole church going to get sick and the whole church going to die. You know, all these things, you know what I'm saying, these kind of things. And I'm standing tall, we're in faith, and, and then people, oh, we got sick. And I'm, my wife will tell you, that, that one night I got a call, and, and we canceled service that Wednesday night, I boo-hoo cried like a newborn baby in front of my whole family. I, I couldn't control myself. I was crying. This oppression had hit me so hard. Now, maybe you've never experienced that. It, I boo-hoo cried because I felt like my whole world had fallen apart. And I was trying to figure, how are we going to recover from this? What can I do? What, what I didn't realize was fear was tormenting me. It was tormenting me. It was tormenting me. Fear has torment. And because of that torment, I was under the demonic control. Your pastor was under demonic control. I'm not talking about I'm possessed and I'm blah, 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 manifesting demons. I'm talking about the fact that I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pray. I couldn't pray like I knew to pray. I couldn't get revelation from the word like I knew I could. I couldn't even praise like I knew to praise because I was under this dark cloud of oppression. Pastor, I couldn't tell. I knew how to fake it. Now, some of y'all might quit the church today when I'm telling you this. I knew how to fake it. In other words, I knew how to, like, fake it till I, I knew. I knew how to keep going. I knew, I knew that much. I knew how I got I to keep going. Okay, I, I, I don't feel like my prayers or anything, but I know I got to keep praying. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of the Word, but I got to keep reading the Word. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of, out of this praise, but I know I got to keep praising God. I knew at least I had to keep on doing it. It's, it's kind of like if you're sick. You may not feel like eating, but you know you got to keep on eating. I told some people when they were going through that, hey, you got to eat by faith. Eat by, I know you ain't hungry, but you better eat by faith because you know if you don't eat, you're going to die. So even though I, I wasn't feeling anything, I knew I had to keep doing what I knew how to do so I could at least stay alive until God opened my eyes and lifted this oppression off of me. And now, baby, I'm back. Baby, I'm back. 
I'm full of joy. I'm full of peace. I'm full of anointing. I'm full of power. I'm full of revelation. I'm full of the glory of the living God. Why don't you give God a praise about that right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been in this storm too long, but I'm out of it now. Praise God. Why God turned it. And we all, if we, see, you've been there. You have been there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It wasn't the opposition. It was the oppression as to why I feel like I'm praying, but ain't nothing happening. I feel like I'm in the Word, but ain't nothing happening. It's because the oppression is working on you. It's not the opposition. It's how we respond to the opposition. And I'm going to admit to you, I didn't respond well. I didn't respond well. But now I know. Try me again, devil. Try me again. I got something for you this time. I got something for your tail this time. I'm going to come out blazing. I'm going to come out banging. I'm going to come out busting your head. Try me again, devil. Because now I know, okay, I can't let the fear. That's just my testimony. And see, some of us, it don't have to be COVID. It can be, you know, what my children are going through. Or it can be what my marriage is kind of not. Or it can be my finances or whatever. Whatever. Just how do you respond to that? How do you respond? I refuse. Put, put up, put up uh, Isaiah, Isaiah 54 and verse uh, 14. Isaiah 54 and verse 14. Isaiah 54 and verse 14. In righteousness, remember we read this Wednesday night, you shall be established. You shall be stabilized. Mm-hmm. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. So what will keep oppression off of me is when I refuse to let fear get a hold of me. Put up Psalm 27, uh, verse, let's go around verse 3 or 4, 3, maybe, maybe verse 3. Let me see if, I, if I'm on target. Yeah, that's it. Though an army, this, this, is what, this is what it looks like, how do you keep from getting oppressed. Though an army may encamp against me, an army may encamp against me. All your cousins rise up. All your boss people and all everybody in the world rise up. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. I don't care how big of an army comes against you. I don't care how much opposition comes against you. Go back to Isaiah 54, 14. Boy, it's 13.02 already? Oh, Lord. For you, for you non-military people, that's 102. I, I, let me let you go. I, I'm not even, I can't even get to the point I want to get to today. Okay. Jesus. 
in the righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. So the terror will not come near me, the oppression will have no hold on me because I'm not going to allow fear to get a stronghold. Now watch, I want to keep going through the next three verses here. Through the next three verses. God says this. This is, this is how you make sure you don't let fear get to you, Sister Gloria. Indeed, they shall surely assemble. You're going to have opposition. Tell your neighbor, you're going to have opposition. Tell them, I, I, know, I know you're cute and you look good, but you have enemies. You have an adversary. Now, don't think about the enemies. Think about the adversary. Because the enemies knoweth not what they do. You have to forgive them. They know it's not what they do. They're being deceived. They're being duped. The devil is tricking them into bothering you. The devil is tricking them into bothering you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble. Tell your neighbor, they are coming. See, I want you to get this thing out of your mind that just because you're a faith person, you're in Pastor John's church, that you're going to have no trouble. Baby, you're going to have more trouble than the law should allow because you're in this church. I'm warning, warning, Marcus, warning, Marcus, warning, Shayla, because you're, you're going to have some trouble coming against you. But watch, I just want you to watch this. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Now, remember we just read, don't, don't let fear get you. Verse 14, don't let fear. So you, oppression won't get you because you won't fear. He's telling you the reason why you won't have the fear, but he says, but don't do it. Watch this. They shall, they shall fall for your sake. Verse 16. Verse 16. Glory to God. Behold, I've created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the supply, the spoiler to destroy. Watch verse 17. No weapon. Y'all better get on your feet before I keep going. No weapon. Help me preach it. No weapon. Formed against me. Shall prosper. Tell your neighbor, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. They might come against you. They might be formed. But God said, they will not prosper. Say, devil, it ain't going to work. Say it out loud and look at the ground. Say, devil, I'm telling you now. And I tell you again. Try me if you want to, but it ain't going to work. Bring your best weapon. Bring your best device. But I declare I'm standing in my righteousness, and I will not fear. And there's a shield all around me. And my God said, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon against me, it ain't gonna work. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, I just want to encourage you. You might be facing opposition. You might be facing a trial. You might be facing trouble. But hold your head up. Stick your chest out. Square your shoulders. Stand in your righteousness. Because I'm telling you one more time, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. I'm going to keep praising my God. I'm going to keep going.
He may come against me, but I ain't gonna fall. He may come against me, but I'm not gonna fail. God is turning things around in my life. God is turning things around in my life. It ain't gonna work. It didn't work back then, and it ain't gonna work right now. Give God a shout of praise. Oh, Lord. You might go through the storm and the rain, but you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Don't let fear. Resist the devil. Stand fast in the faith. My faith will bring things into my life, but my faith will also keep the devil off my back. I'm not going to let the devil have his way in my life, in my marriage, in my family, with my children, in my finances, in my body. I'm resisting him. Stand fast in the faith. What can man do to me? I, 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 I better finish that verse, D. I better finish that verse. Because it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue. I know folk talking about you. They dog you out. They telling you you ain't going to be nobody. You're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be just like your old nasty mama. But every tongue that rise against you in judgment to condemn you, to tell you you ain't going to be nobody, to tell you you're going to always be broke, you're going to die young, you ain't never going to have that. Tell them, shut up. I condemn you. In the name of the Lord. Your weapon won't work and your tongue of accusation won't work. This is how we used to say it back in the old days. This is how we used to say it back in the old days. Talk about me much as you please. The more you talk, I'm going to bend my knees. See, the world wants to put a cap on your life. When they judge you, they're trying to limit your existence and tell you, you ain't going to be nothing. You ain't going to have nothing. You ain't going to have no house. You ain't, gonna, you ain't ever going to get married. You ain't ever going to have your desires in your heart. You're going to die young too. So you got to throw your hand on your head. Who, you, who you think you are? 
Watch this. Watch this. This is the heritage. That word heritage, other translations, it says this is the inheritance. This is my inheritance. I inherited the... I inherited the right to keep the devil up off me. Now what I make sure I do is I don't let fear and I stand before you today delivered. I don't have to tell you my testimony. But I need you to know that nobody, I don't care what fivefold ministry office they have, I don't care how long they've been preaching, how long they've been serving God, nobody is exempt from opposition and nobody is exempt from oppression if you allow fear to get in there. I know if the devil could do that against me and I let him get that hold on me, then surely he'll come at you the same way. But I'm delivered. <laughs> I'm free. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want anybody in this room today who you'll say, Pastor, what you experienced, I'm going through right now, and I want to be free. I want you to come to this altar right now. If you say, Pastor, I've been, I've been battling. I got, I got some fear. I've got some fear. It's not opposition. It's